0: welcome to from the back tees a podcast where we tee it up from the
1: back every week
2: welcome to the from the back tees podcast today's wednesday september 1st before we get started as always we're brought to you by ghost golf ghost golf they're our partner who specializes in golf accessories and clothing They've developed a magnetic towel, which will soon become your seven irons' best friend and your greenside caddy. Ghost Golf is an innovative company when it comes to golf accessories. Just recently releasing their any day golf bag and of anything from hats to golf tees for your needs. Check out Ghost Golf at ghostgolf.com and sign up today to receive their newsletter and be up to date on their latest releases and golf news. Well, fellas, we've made it through the entire season. I think it's been 54 tournaments, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe 53 of this COVID. Lengthened season, but we have a special guest to discuss things with us, and Nolan will let you do the introduction.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, we've been talking about Match the Golf a lot recently, and uh, today we've got their founding father, Dane Dane Del- Delgado. Welcome to welcome to the From the Back Tees podcast, Dane. And yeah, thanks uh, for having me on, guys. Yeah, it's fun to fun to get to have you on and chat golf and uh, tell. While we're at it, tell tell the listeners a little bit about Matchstick while we have you on.
1: Sure. Yeah. Matchstick Golf is a custom designer of ball markers. It's based here in Portland, Oregon. It's made by me. I'm the uh, the artist, the founder, the uh, the guy who's writing you notes and packing up all of your packages when you order them, giving you stickers and stuff and your little packages. Um, it's basically founded by, uh, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. I really loved ball markers. I think it's a cool thing to have, to be able to you know, like everybody likes to like have their custom thing, right? Like, you know, the stamps in the back of their wedges or like what towel you have or your head cover. Everyone's
3: got like a story for what ball marker they use.
1: Yeah. Sure. And like people have, that's the same thing is like people have stories for ball markers. And mine actually started with uh, Jones, which is a company that's also based here in Portland. <laughs> they made this great um, shuttlecock marker, which of course another name for a shuttlecock is a birdie. And I love this thing. I had it for like two years. It was the perfect size, perfect weight. And then I was walking between 17 and 18 on my home course. It just fell out of my pocket. I, I don't know. Maybe I was just like, you know, upset about what happened on 17 and, uh, and I just <laughs> put my hand perfectly in my pocket and I lost it. And of course it was so cool. Nobody turned it into clubhouse. Right. So I thought, how do I get this again? Because they don't make it anymore. And I tried a bunch of other companies, but the main thing for me is that I don't like big, heavy ball markers. Um, they feel weird in your pocket They're because of when they're heavy, they're more likely to fall out of your pocket because they, you know, if you get going in a cart, they're going to bounce around and they get, they have the ability to have more bounce to them because they have more, you know, inertia. Um, also like they're expensive. Um, big ones are expensive and you lose something that's expensive. It sucks. So I thought, why don't I just make my own? Um, you know, i I have a, an art background a little bit and I like to draw. Why don't I just make my own? And so. You know, six months goes by, and I'm scheming to put this thing together, and here we are, and, you know, Matchstick has actually really taken off. It's been pretty cool to see how responsive people are. We came up with eight designs to start. Um, you guys have already obviously talked about them, you know, tape measure, aid, um, cream creamsicle, one-eyed alligator from Happy Gilmore. Our top seller is the cash stack, which is a lot of, a lot of cash. You know, you put for dough. Everybody likes that one. Um, and we got, I got 17 coming to me right now. I got three coming for Halloween in a pack. Three coming for Christmas in a pack, and then I got basically at the end of September, I got one coming out every two weeks or so. Dude, so I'm I'm
3: really excited. I'm a big Halloween guy. I'm a big spooky season guy. I love that,
1: so I can't wait. Yeah, and it's hey. for us here, at Pumpkin Ridge, right? Yeah. You had it
0: on the nose, though, man. Ball markers are one of those things that's like. Whenever you whenever you see a cool one, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I was actually just telling the boys earlier, I just, just received my, uh, my alligator today in the mail from you. Nice. And thank, you for your, thank you for your note.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's the thing about it is, like, you know, I think what we offer is, like, it's called matchstick because it, it all – so, you know, when you putt, the, the putter is the thing that's going to win you the match against your friend. So, like, the putter is the match stick, And above, it comes in – um, it comes in a actual real, uh, box of matches, except for I had to take all the matches out because you can't ship them internationally, but Did you just have like <laughs> a
2: stack of actual matches, just like on a huge pile in your house. It seems like a safety hazard.
1: Yeah. My, my fiance keeps getting mad because when I'm sitting here packing them, I'm, I'm like, you know, pulling them out dumping them and then putting in what we have now is this phone. I took a photo of our matches and they're on data foam. Uh, And it's a foam insert that like shows you what it would look like, you know, what the match would look like. I'm dumping out every so often. I miss the trash can and then the dog tries to eat it. So, you know, (laughs) she'll eat anything. So, but uh, yeah, it's, it's been pretty cool to put together. And the other thing too is, you know, God, there's so many expensive ones out there that like when people lose them, they're super bummed. So we're not the cheapest one out there, but we're like right in the middle, you know, um, where you're not going to have to spend uh, without naming companies, um, you're not going to have to go on eBay and like bait against somebody else to buy a marker that you like. Um, and then you lose and you're like, wow, I really shouldn't have spent $200 on eBay. This, uh, this sucks. So, and we also, you know, the other thing about it is, um, which I thought is kind of pertinent for me because, uh, you know, we all suck at putting. Uh, <laughs> is the markers are, they're only two millimeters thick. And I think one thing that I noticed when I was trying to look for markers when I was coming up with matchstick is too many of them were too thick. They're just, they're too big. And I know it's like to give this impression of like, oh, it's, it's quality. It's heavy. You know, look, look at how nice this is. But man, if you put a thick uh, ball marker down and your buddy goes, Hey man, you need, need me to move this over? You're like, no, nah, no, nah, you're good. And then you miss hit your putt and you hit their marker and it clangs off. Like it's, you know, on a snooker table or something. Maybe like, ah, man, I really should have had to move that marker. <laughs> like I should have oh, yeah. hit that giant pog slammer or whatever. So uh, mine are um, thin enough to where, which has actually literally happened to me and my friend has, Marked, <laughs> marked a putt with one of my markers. And then I missed my putt, rolled right over and actually went in. So I was like, well, I was wrong on my line, but I went over your, your marker and it actually went in. So you heard it
3: here f- yeah.
1: here first. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks.
3: Uh, Master golf markers will actually help you make putts.
1: Exactly. Yeah. The <laughs> proof the is market. in the pudding. This, this one example is, is proof enough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what did you do before this? Like, I, I assume this wasn't, uh, your big creation coming out of university or whatever.
1: Oh, no. I mean, I was actually a sports writer for about 10 years. I worked in uh, TV news first and then moved into sports writing. Um, I uh, left my job at NBC Sports uh, National here in the United States uh, in 2018 or something. I was a professional basketball writer about the NBA. Um, So I actually got a second degree and I'm an accountant now um, because that makes more money than sports writing. But, uh, you know, I, I've always had like a creative eye and a creative edge. I've, I, was, I was originally a, um, an AV kid in high school. Like I really loved video and stuff, So, uh, which has actually really helped out with Matchstick because I already owned all the stuff to take photos and, and videos and all that all right. stuff. Although I did crash my drone yesterday during a, uh, um, a a golf meetup yesterday while we were filming with like 30 people on the course at one time. So, but uh, I got, got no one coming in the mail because I'm going to need it, but. Um, yeah, it crashed it so bad that you had to order a new one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I ordered like the, it's like the cheapest one you could buy from DGI. It's like 200 bucks, <laughs> but you know, I, I mean, it's one of those things I was flying backwards, getting a tracking shot of everybody. It was this, it's this big thing they put on here at, uh, Wildwood in Portland. It's called Uni Madness. It's every Monday and they, they, they say it's, it's like 30 or 40 people and every hole is a par three. And <laughs> you, if, if you get a That's birdie, pretty- oh, it's. I thought it was – I was like, this is going to be pretty is cool. That, is that Tony do Schuster?
0: Thing. Does Tony Schuster is part of that?
1: It's the – I don't know. It's, it's, the, it's, um, it's the Rhinelands. It's the Min- Municipal's podcast is the guy. Yeah, that's on. Yeah. hysterical.
0: They do the same thing down in Palm Springs. It's yeah, awesome. so
1: apparently he put it on wherever he was before, like a Bay Area or something like that before he moved back here or something. But, man, it's just like – it's so fun. It's, you know, if, if, you, uh, if you get a birdie, um, everybody has to pay you a dollar unless, you know, two people get a birdie, then you push. It's actually Rip a it lot Whip yeah. It's actually a lot harder than you think it's going to be. Um, but closest to the pin gets, you know, gift. Uh, so it's like, you know, matchstick stuff was in there. MuniKid stuff was in there. A couple other random uh, e-commerce stuff that was you know uh, based in, in Portland was in there. It was, man, it was super fun. And it's cool because you're like there with like 30 people and like, you know, you're all in like 20 carts or whatever. And so I was, I was filming backwards tracking all these people going down the course. And I was just there the day before, like playing an actual round. But I, when I was, flying backwards i guess i got left and right confused because it's the opposite direction on the joystick when you're turned around and so i steered into the tree as opposed to around the tree so oh, shit. <laughs> yeah that's... it makes made for a great video made for great hey video. is
0: that uh one of the kind of sorry, is that maxton and drew Rhineland? yeah no mm-hmm. oh, that's dude that's that's going back i used to play junior golf with them or oh, with, yeah, with, okay. with, with with the younger one drew All Right? yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah, they they run they cool. Muni Kids. I've uh, I've hung out with uh, Max. Max was there um, yesterday, and then uh, Drew has been uh, Urban Golf, which is what Muni Kids puts on. You've probably seen photos or video of it. You know, yeah. EAL EAL did it. You know, a couple of years ago with them. That's like six blocks from my house right now. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I live in Inner Southeast Portland, so that's great. I mean, that's fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it's super fun.
0: How yeah,
2: Reed, you know, like 90% of our guests, like you always have some connection.
0: Yeah, Golf is the industry where it is so big, but it's so small.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm the, learning that. It's actually, it's actually been pretty cool. Cause like I'm new to like interacting in the golf Instagram community as like a brand and not just like myself. Right. So I'm getting to know more and more people. And all of a sudden, they're showing up, and they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm like I'm like oh, I'm Dane. They're like oh, you're Matchstick, right?" And like, yeah. Or the or the vice versa happens. I'm like, hey, you're blank, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm Matchstick or on Instagram or whatever. I'm, I'm Dane. Oh, cool, you know. So now it's like, you know, you, you go to this thing with thirty or forty people, and you got thirty or forty new friends, you know. Right. Yeah. Pretty cool. So
0: true. So true.
2: Yeah. So how has, uh, like, how has it been working? Are you shipping all across, is it worldwide or just in the U S?
1: Yeah. So originally I, (laughs) I wanted to have the matches in there because I thought it was cool. And also, you know, not me, but like people smoke cigars and stuff on the course, like you literally have matches ready there for you. But even though they're safety matches and they can't be struck on, you know, like a hard surface, they can't be struck on the, on the box. um, You can't ship them internationally at all. And you can't, put them in the air at all here in the United States. You it know, can only be shipped ground, which is like uh, really slow, obviously, and like three times more expensive. Right. So I, I was trying to find a solution to what I could do. And you know, I have like a light box and I just shot down and, and did that. And now I'm like shipping, mostly the people I've gotten to so far are, are Canada. But I've seen some people in the UK uh, in Scotland and stuff are like, you know, added stuff to their cart or they haven't pulled the trigger yet. But I've been in contact with some folks who are like from the get-go like, Hey, cause when I launched like the first two weeks, I didn't, I didn't have international shipping available, but it's crazy. It's the cool thing is, you know, being here in Portland, you know, the first, and, you know, I have like a, a group of friends and people and golfers and stuff I know here. And so, you know, when you launch your own little company, you know, they all like jump in and stuff. So I'm shipping to like places that are eight blocks down the street or whatever. Now it's like, I'm six or seven weeks into this. And I wake up every morning and I have orders like Connecticut, South Carolina. Florida. I mean, I'm looking right here at like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven packages that just happened like between 9am and, you know, seven, seven o'clock, just like people going crazy. And most of them are not here. Most of them are actually, most of them are west or east of the Mississippi. And it's just like, it's just cool to like, think like, oh man, my stuff. or like, now I have this promo where like, if you buy three of them, you get like a sleeve of balls with, you know, matchstick on it and stuff. Oh, somebody's going to find a ball that somebody lost in three months. And be like, "What is this? You know? <laughs> like yeah. Portland, Oregon. What what is matchstick golf?" And they're going to be in, you know, Jupiter, Florida, or something. It's it's cool. Right. Well, For I sure. think,
2: I I assume now are are you like all in on it? This is this is it. Full steam ahead.
1: Yeah, it's like actually a conversation, a topic conversation between my fiance and I. It's like how much how much time every night are you going to uh, dedicate to the business <laughs> to, to the business? But it's so fun. It's like it's so fun to like. I have um. I have about 35 markers drawn. I've released eight i have 17 on the way, but part of the thing for me was, um, you know, I I think editorial choice is key in terms of putting out what you think is a good product. So I may come up with an idea and then concept it and then draw it. And even actually maybe like think like, you know, put it into what it takes to make it into a metal. Um, and then be like, nah, this isn't good enough to produce, you know? Not even like, oh, because there's some stuff too. Like Matchstick is, is a personal brand for me that I, I don't want it to be. It, it'd be really easy to play to what a lot of, um, a lot of the segments of golfers may want. You know, right. I, I, that's the other thing I saw too is like you're, you're, when I was looking for markers for myself, uh, you know, you're scrolling through companies with a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of markers. And like, you're kind of filtering through the wheat and the chaff a little bit. And I want, I want to be all wheat, baby. Um, no chaff. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I just I just want everyone to be, really the way I put it is that I want every single marker to be one that I want to play. I think it's cool and I love it. And if I put it out like that and people like it, that's awesome. Like one of the one of the markers coming out for Christmas is like an extremely personal one. It's actually a piece of art that my mom made for me when I was a kid. It's Christmas based, obviously. Um, so like, there'll be a story about that, you know, she uh, will have the original piece of art, you know, and, and maybe her reaction, like when she sees the you know, physical marker and stuff. But like, if people don't like that, it's like, that's all right. I think it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's cool. So, um, yeah, but it's like, I'm all in. It's like, every day is like, Oh, what do I do with this? And how do I do this? And you know, what's next? And you know, what products am I coming out with? You know, like I have hats coming. Um, so now I got to buy new boxes cause they won't fit in my, my mailers, you know? And then I got to buy tape for the boxes and like just all the stuff that comes with running a little, little business when you have a, a real 40 hour week job too, is, uh, you know, it's pretty challenging. So I feel Sorry. like
3: Port- Portland's like the home of little businesses though. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it, it works a lot of the time. So kudos for you for following your dream. And th- I mean, I will say personally, like it's hard to choose between which ball markers to use, because you're like, man, like I want to use one on each green or something. Like they're so they're so cool. I want to bring them out all the time. So yeah. you you're hitting the nail on
1: the head with a lot of the designs for sure. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. It's, it's actually funny. Um, our, you know Joe Simons, of course, but uh, uh, my buddy Joe is part of a regular foursome. Uh, he and I were on the TV together. And we were talking about the Blazers, talking about the NBA. Um, great golfer. He's like a seven handicap, and he you know he's he's a um, he's part of the one of our influencer team, Team Matchstick. And uh, he, he said the other day that he was like, you know, I, I pull out the cash stack when it's time for a birdie. I'm putting for dough. But I've also then pull out the uh, floppy disk, which is, you know, the, the save button for our our uh, our Zoomer listeners. Yeah. Um, when I need to like save a par when it's like, I better make this putt. And it's like, all right, that's pretty cool because if you have two, I didn't, never thought about that, you know, but if you have two of them, then you can swap back and forth, even but, you know, from hole to hole or whatever. Or from that is kind of cool, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to pull
0: out my one eyed alligator tomorrow when I go play when I need to fucking just tear a putt. <laughs> <up>.
1: <laughs> yeah. Somebody learn how to putt. When that's you got it. a
0: happy,
3: yeah, when you got a happy tap, tap, tap it <laughs> in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, hope, I hope more people like that. That's a cool thing, too, is uh, some people haven't like, got what that, that is. Even though it's like a pretty good seller, people haven't like. Oh, they just think an alligator is cool, you know. They're like, yeah, "Alligators are golf courses," you know. That's, right. that's like, all no, your. No, it's from the movie.
3: Your shipments to Florida, they're like, "Yeah, go gators."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think, think they might be, <laughs> and they get it like, "Oh yeah, that's cool too." So yeah, I actually have a, I have a, a, photo coming out on my Instagram in a couple of days. It's like, I was trying to come up with like cool concept, uh, photos for them when I was trying to release them. So like you know. The uh, the tape measure I have like on a piece of wood board with like you know screws and you know nails and all sort of random stuff, and I uh, the alligator I put like in a I don't know, grassy swamp type thing, but mm-hmm. the second concept when I did for the alligator was I found this really cool uh, it's like a mini ice ice skating rink and you can pour water into it and freeze it over, and so I put the alligator right at center ice with a little plastic hockey sticks and the hockey puck because it's like you know Happy Gilmore was originally a hockey player like. <laughs> You know, hope if if people who get it will like know and think it's cool. That is pretty good. I like that. Have you ever thought about doing like college stuff? That's like, that's actually the number one question I get. And the the thing is, is like, so, so the thing about college stuff is interesting because, you know, as, as we know with a lot of say marker companies or golf companies, we really, a lot of them like to take things that are uh, and use them as parody, Right. So, Um, And I have a couple of that, like the the Pudrate is is a piece of parody that, you know, God forbid, couldn't be, you know, attacked by any kind of copyright law or something. But some people are just like making straight up like, you know, the bullet bill from Mario, which is like, if they wanted to, they could like just get one cease and desist letter and no more selling of that product. I really Mm -hmm. don't want that to happen to me. So you kind of have to toe the line because obviously I can't like I'm never going to be able to license, look like I'm an Oregon duck. I'm never going to be able to license (laughs) license the duck from both Oregon and Disney. Um, But I can create something that's like Oregon ish. Right. And so like, that's probably, that's got to be on the radar probably for 2022 at some point, because that is the number one question I get is like, what can, like, what are you going to do with college?
0: You're going to hate me, homie. I'm a, I'm a big Washington Husky.
1: Oh, that's the worst! Podcast over. See you guys later.
0: Hey, in fact, I'm going to watch Washington at uh, at the Big House in Michigan in a couple of weeks.
1: Oh, that's terrible for you. You're gonna hate it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey, I went. I went and watched the Beavers play at the Big House when they went there. When when U of O went to Michigan State too, we double dipped. Oh yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, we we saw both Oregon schools lose. So. Nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, you gotta yeah make no. a
2: Are there anything plans in the future for a Canadian theme one? Because I know we have a lot of Canadian listeners, so we need something Ooh. themed. It's Canadian. true,
1: actually. And Canada is actually the the number one international buyer. I have like a, a definitely. There's a lot of golf happening in Canada, both yeah, in like golf. in yeah. Vancouver and in uh, Ontario.
2: Golf's becoming huge in Canada. Even you could see on the professional level, the amount of yeah. quality Canadian players compared to how many people actually play golf here is like incredible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's super cool. I I I might have to talk to you because, you know, I'm not from that culture. So like, what would be like? Again, like it needs to be something interesting. Like, uh, you know, the thing that I try to get anything away from hockey is hockey and beer. Okay, so see, I mean, so I'm a Bills fan. So like, can I just make a Labatt's, Like, yeah, anything. Anything <laughs> Bills fans would like. There's a very strong correlation between Bills fans yeah, and right, people yeah. in Canada.
0: <laughs> or or you just or you just take. Uh, uh, Carrie Price's head and put it on like a hanger because people hate him there. Yeah. <laughs> now they love him. Yeah.
3: But, I'm true. Like a zombie one. Uh, like, is a is maple syrup bottle too cliche?
2: or really?
1: I don't think <laughs> so. I think, so. I think if, if you design it right, right? Canadians like, well, you love think? cliche because we like to like show off our Canadian-ness. Okay. <laughs> but the, the question for, for the maple syrup bottle would be like, what's the most classic shape in Canada of that bottle? Is it the same right. one that's here? I, I don't know. You'd have to tell me.
2: I think it's pretty similar. You'll have to reach out. Well, we could figure yeah. something out. Yeah, no, figure seriously,
1: I I really would would like to do that because like again, I I want my stuff to be, or I I like my things to be like like the Putterade. I've seen a lot of companies do this thing where instead of putting Putterade on it and coming up with something like a little you know bit or a play on it, they would just put you know in the Gatorade font their company's name. It's like this isn't an advertisement. I, like it should, what the hell is matchstick? Like, no, no, no. Like that's a joke. It's funny. I mean, people, you know, that, that design people really love, like, it's the biggest sticker you get when you, when you buy something from me. Um, cause you get like three stickers in the pack just automatically. Um, and people love that people, a guy today sent me a message. and was like, cause I finally put the three sticker pack up for sale on the site. Like if you want to buy the, buy more of them when they, when they come, you know? And some guy was like, I really just want the potterade. Can I just buy that from you? Like, can you send me an invoice for it? I was like, man, maybe I need, just need to like put that one up there. But like, people send me messages all the time, like, oh, the Potterade one is great. The Potterade one is super cool because like it's it's like two and a half or three inches tall. I love the you, you one. You can see all the design, and the detail, and it's like, all right, that's funny. Like that's a good idea. You know, sometimes not too by a horn, but like sometimes inspiration strikes you. You know, once <laughs> and, once every ten years, and uh, I like that one, so I kind of want them to be like that. So like, I don't want to just be like, okay, well, this is you know, a Molson's logo, but instead of Molson's, it says matchstick. Like eh, that doesn't really inspire me. Yeah. I want it to be something that's like really hits on people and like they really love it. And kind of like what Reed was saying, you know, actually, that's that's the thing that inspired me to actually go through with it is last year, I couldn't find a a ball marker. And so I, uh, I uh, grabbed this um, piece of enamel that was like a a calavera, a sugar skull. and like I, I started using it as a ball marker because I couldn't find anything worthwhile. And my, Andy, one of, my, one of our regular playing partners, was like, you know, man, what is that? I, you always have the coolest ball markers, man. Where did you get that? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I don't know. I, 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 I want to make this myself, but like I just need to find something to, to do otherwise. And, uh, but I, that's what I want it to be. I don't want it to be this like flashy thing where it's like, hey, check out this $400 donut I bought. On the <laughs> and you're like bragging about it. Nah, that ain't us. That ain't team matchstick, man. That's like, it's like, look, put your thing down. If somebody notices like, Hey, what is that thing? Perfect. That you like, come on board, come over to uh, Tyson lamb stuff. No, no. I didn't say anything about that.
0: You you, you know who Tyson lamb is though? Those little donut things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I mean, they're they're cool, but they're fucking expensive. man. They're
1: super cool, but I, I don't, Matchstick is kind of going, I mean, of course we'll have limited releases like Christmas and Halloween. You know, I, I don't know what the, what those sales are going to be like, you know, especially the first time. So like there'll be limited releases, you know, I I think that's kind of cool, but I don't necessarily want to artificially limit stock. I know that's a great like sales technique. I have lots of friends who own businesses who, you know, do that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, Tyson lamb stuff is like super cool. I've owned the, uh, I had the, the, the pizza marker for a while. Um, but it was a little too big for, for my personal taste. Um, be, but you know, it was I like a hundred bucks.
0: I like the more off the, the, like the, the the different kind of styles that you do, like, like the characters and stuff. I like, even looking through them like oh that thing's kind of cool. That's right. pretty I think cool. they all stand out. I think the way you did the colors yeah. and all
2: that, they sort of all stick out. Yeah. Where, I think you said it perfectly. A great way to market people are just gonna see it
1: and be like, that's cool. Right. right. And and I think that just like, you know, as as we were talking at the at the beginning of this podcast, like when people are part of a community and they kind of like lock in, then you also have those people along, like not only as your customers, but also as your community. And like, that's what I want it to be like, Hey, this thing is cool. And you know, like I had a, I actually had a a friend in Seattle text me today and be like, Hey, I want to buy some markers. What's the, what's the best channel to buy that through to like, make sure you're not, you know, to get you the most money or whatever. And I was like, "Ah, just go to the website. You're fine. And he's like, well, you know, I know you said you have, you know, new stuff coming out, but like, are the old ones going to be still available? And I said, I think so. You know, I, I can get them. I'm going to keep them in stock, you know, unless, unless for some reason we're like, Oh, you know, like, a, there's really no reason to keep that one in stock. It took three years for it to sell through or something. Yeah. You know, I want somebody to be able to be like me, you know, actually I was lucky because I lost that Jones marker and I like, I bought something else and waited. And then six months later, I actually sent an email just randomly to Jones. and was like, Hey, you got, I haven't been able to find this marker. Here's my favorite thing you guys still have those like kicking around the office somewhere? And like, it wasn't on their website, right? Some guy emails back and goes, I totally got one. I'll send you an invoice. He's like, I got like 20 of them. It was That's like, dope. It's like, I just want that one, you know? So I want somebody else when they, if they lose theirs or, you know, God forbid, or, or, if, uh, or if they notice a friend, you know, has the cash stack in three years. Like, where did you get that? Like, oh yeah, you can't get it anymore. I, I kind of want people to be able to come back and get it because it's about people having cool stuff that fits their thing. It's not about like, look at how exclusive it is. Look at how much it costs. Uh, You know, I'm not going to full like, you know, um, well, yeah, but I'm I'm not going full EAL where it's like, you know, uh, you know, that's not like our, our vibe specifically, but it is like, I think golf is too uptight. Like, I think like most people here, like golf is too uptight. That exclusivity thing doesn't help grow the game. It's not good for it. And like, People want to be able to express themselves. We have more golfers in the last two years because of COVID than anybody. Like, people are picking it up. I'm playing rounds with people who have, like, they never played golf before. And I'm like, look at them, like, wow, they got bit by the bug. Because these dudes are play- are shooting, like, 98, and they've been playing for six months. Like, <laughs> right. you know, they're, they're practicing, they're golfing. They got all the gear. They got the Jordans. They got the, you know, they got the, the Pendleton head covers. They got everything. And it's like, those are the people we want. Those people are like, yeah, this thing is tight. I want to buy that. And like, I want to tell my friend about it. If, if he's into it, like that's what we're about. For sure.
3: I love that. Well, yeah. Thanks, Dane. Thanks for uh, sharing uh match the golf with the world. we
2: love that. Uh, Zach, what do you think? We yeah, I guess we'll, some- we'll move on to some golf. But I guess one last time, let everyone know where they could find you. What social media accounts
1: you got running. Yeah, you guys can find us at MatchstickGolf.com. Of course, we're on Instagram at MatchstickGolf and on Twitter and on Facebook at MatchstickGolf.
2: Simple, very easy. (laughs) I mean, if you can't figure that out, that's that's tough. That's on you. But getting to the golf, I know, Dane, you're going to stick with us, talk a little golf here, obviously, big golf fans. Last week, the BMW, a wild playoff. I feel like it's every single week. We're just getting crazy playoff. Patrick Cantlay. I think – I haven't heard much from, like, Justin Ray. You know, he gives the stats and everything. Is this the best putting performance in PGA Tour history for one week?
0: I don't know. But what I will say, Zach, is that that playoff might be, for me, might be the best playoff of all time that I've seen. And how
2: it got into the playoff.
0: And how it got there dude they they were going tit for tat like crazy like i've never seen it wasn't like someone missed a 10 footer to win it i mean yeah there was a couple but like there was a lot
2: someone did miss a 10 footer at the end (laughs) we'll talk about it that's exactly how it ended
0: (laughs) how many how many friggin like stuffed iron shots were there i mean just over and over
1: Yeah, especially that that one in the fourth playoff hole. Was it the fourth playoff hole? Where it's like Bryson put it to 12, and then Patrick's like, yeah, how about five?
3: Anything you can do, I can do better. It was like a heavyweight boxing match, dude, just like watching them go blow for blow.
2: Yeah, that was like one of the craziest playoff. can I saw prior to the playoffs, had gained 14.6 strokes putting, which is like absurd. He had to have gained at least another in the playoff. Yeah, one of the craziest uh, things I've ever seen is just draining. You know, it's
3: annoying. I picked him the I picked him the week before at the Northern Trust. You and, know, uh,
0: uh, this guy over here, the yeah, the big Cantley fan. And remember how it's always been Schaffel and Cantlay and this yeah. guy in 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 the driver's seat to win the FedEx Cup. Yeah, and he's incredible. Vander, Anders here, everyone twenty twenty two. Just lay the house on Xander every tournament.
2: Yeah, can we talk about for Cantwell? We're not at the we're not at the Tour Championship yet, but John Rahm being uh, basically booted out of the Memorial with his COVID test yeah. that would have yeah. had him win most likely Cantwell like second could end up being the difference of like fifteen million dollars.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and like, and like the story of the season, right? Because you're talking about I mean, golf. We all know is is just like when you're watching football, uh, soccer or whatever, where it's like okay, well, here's, here's, a, here's a run of form. So, like, that kicked it off. Yeah. Right. G- gave, gave him the avenue.
2: Insane. Yeah. Outside of that, Brooks Kapka, or Bryson, sorry, was playing in it. <laughs> but people still refuse to call him. People still refuse to call him by his name. Keep calling him Brooks. One of the wildest things I've ever seen, Jay Monahan, commissioner of the PJ Tour, said that they might or they will kick out fans if you call Bryson. By Brooks and it has backfired tremendously on the PJ Tour. What are your guys' thoughts? Uh, I don't know. Rory had a
3: good sentiment of this, just very Rory McElroy response to it, just being very, you know, he's just such a good guy and he laid it out there like, yeah, Bryson's kind of put this upon himself. Um, but we're not, we're not in the business of like, I don't know, being super rude out there, you know, we're all like. You know, Rory leans on the the it's a gentleman's game kind of thing. Um so he kind of went that route with it. Like he's fine with it. Um other people might be like, yeah, I don't care. Get like we should be able to say whatever we want to them, especially if it's not like super out of the box. Like obviously we don't want any any sort of slurs or racism being thrown out there. Like that's way cross crossing the line, obviously. But um is calling someone another name? I, I, I don't. Th- I mean, it's not really that offensive. What do you think?
1: I still just think that it's ridiculous that they've moved on this. Which is, this is such a like such a PGA move. They've moved on this like five years after they should have banned every guy who started screaming "get in the hole" or mashed potatoes on drives. I- like, I mean, really, I mean, that's a complaint because it's annoying. Like, you're watching golf on TV, and it's like, I'm just trying to chill. And you're like, dude, every hole, shut up. But, like, they're not moving on those guys, and I can hear that. That's ruining my – I mean, you know, makes me watch it on mute sometimes because I don't I don't need to hear though more than I need to hear this more on Screaming Mashed Potatoes. So they're not moving on that, but they're moving on some guy, calling this guy somebody else's name. Like, and you're going to kick him out? Yeah. Come on. I –
0: I mean, I just, I think at the end of the day, like, there's such a, uh, the atmosphere around the whole Brooksie Bryson thing is, is so, um, it's volatile. It's just not, like, it's not good. Like, any, any certain circumstance, something can snap or go the wrong way or whatever. And it's like, I don't think they're, I think they're just trying to prevent that. I and mean, I get it. I I get it in one sense. In the other sense, I'm like, who the hell cares? You know what I mean? So I think it's, it's just kind of the, the the tail of two sides, I guess. Really,
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I also, I, I feel like it's like really, like the whole, Don't you feel like this whole thing is kind of like part of this cloud of like weird toxicity, especially as we read leading to the Ryder Cup, which we're going to talk about later. Yeah. But like, <laughs> like, everybody hates each other, and everybody yeah. hates everybody hates the players except for like, okay, yeah. who then? Who are the cool players? Roars, Cantlay, uh, Colin. Everybody yeah. else is like, eh,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's right. crazy to me. I people are too. Like. I, like you said earlier, Dane, on the course, people are too like prim and proper. That's not what it's been about now. Like we have a huge young generation trying to get into it. Finally, we have some like drama between players, like genuinely not liking each other. Like they both like add fuel to the fire. And then as soon as the fans get into it, we're like, yeah, like to kick a fan out for saying that. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's I, like it's like the guy in uh, in uh, um Happy Gilmore with with, with the hat. You know, (laughs) yelling at him, whatever. I mean, bringing
2: it back to hockey, at every single hockey game, you hear the fans chanting the opposing goalie's name, like, synchronized, 20,000 fans, all just heckling the goalie. And in (laughs) golf, you can't have one fan to heckle a player? Like, I think they should be allowed. Like, it's professional golf. It's not uh, some country club. These guys are making millions of dollars. If you want to be chirping the guy and trying to
1: get in his head, whatever. Like, do your thing. Especially when it's not like it's not during tee off. It's not like you know when the signs are up. It's as they're walking by, right? It's like yeah. one guy just saying oh, "Good job, Brooksy, or whatever. Then like, even oh, less, really, that's so offensive. You got to kick this guy out, like.
2: Then even right. less. I I've been for this whole time that like you should be allowed to yell during like players golfing. <laughs> like I've heard Morikawa would be like he doesn't care if he hears someone in his backswing. They're locked in. They're professional athletes. No one like Tom Brady's not yelling at someone on the sideline to be quiet
0: when he throws. It I just. Though I 100 percent disagree with that.
2: No, you're a big time golfer, Reed. That's why. That's the that's the disconnect. Well it's, I don't understand though. These guys could be good. You think Tiger Woods would have been bothered no, yellow no, back? No,
0: it's like it's it's like there is no sport in the world that's as precise as golf, right? And so when you get the littlest thing is going through your head and you're locked in on something and something just irks you from out of the blue, it's like, yeah, it's just you got to reset. It's just fucking it's, – that's, it's profe- that's being a professional
2: athlete. You got to be good at that.
0: Yeah, it's I – mean, uh, But that's where you take a step back and, I don't know, I, 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 I get it. Like, I get it and that's another thing I get and I don't. It's like, fuck, well, I get it because I've played a lot and I, I understand that. But in the other, other essence, it's like, well, I mean, it's really that big of a deal.
3: You know what? Why don't they test it out? Let's have one PJ Tour event every year where fans to say whatever the heck they want. They can yell. They can scream. <laughs> they can...
1: I think if fans constantly yell, it wouldn't affect these guys at all. Maybe it could price Just do it in Phoenix, where yeah. we all know that it's happening basically anyways, and exactly. uh, try it there. Yeah.
3: Yeah, why not? I mean, I mean, NBA, they're yelling during your free throws. The NFL, you know, they're trying to get everyone to jump off sides and try to, you know, when the – opposing teams on offense trying to mess with their snap counts and all that so i mean it happens in other sports so i i don't even i don't know it it is weird with golf being an individualistic type sport there's not teams or anything you're you're rooting for necessarily so that that kind of goes hand in hand with tennis you don't really like too. they
2: freak out with people talking <laughs> yeah.
1: could, could, oh, could you imagine a uh, a um the gallery just counting like they do with Giannis's free throws while Bryson <laughs> reads his stupid little book. <laughs> they probably get tired, you know. Right? So you, so you count to seven minutes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Dude, laughs> well, I just think you know people people relate tennis and golf so often because it's two of the only sports in the world that you play for yourself and you have no one else to lean on as far as like actual being you know player. They all have coaches or whatever yada yada. But like. In tennis, it's very proper, too. You know what I mean? Like, when you have your turn and your serve, like, there's no yelling. It's completely dead silent. So, I think it's kind of that same line where it's just, like, it's it's so fine-tuned, you know? It's not like a football game where you're just hitting someone as hard as you can. Yeah. So,
2: I agree. I, I think there's sides to both argument. But moral of the story, Bryson, just get over it. Like, if he just made – Jokes about it? I feel like no one would care. Do you think? Do you think
3: this is coming from Bryson? Do you think Bryson went to Monaghan and was like, "Hey, man, I'm one of your biggest tour stars. Make me happy and get this crap out of here." I think so. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I
1: <didn't> <laughs> hmm. you think Monahan
2: like went out of his way?
1: He did, Like, there's no way. Do you think? Do you think that, that that would really happen? Because when Bryson said that thing about his driver a couple weeks ago like Puma came out and admonished him <laughs> not the other yeah, way around that's right. not usually how it goes
0: true I don't know like being out there like Monahan he's around a little bit and definitely talks to the players and whatnot and there's definitely some banter between the players of what's going on and this and that I mean sure absolutely you gotta these guys are you know spending forty forty 40 weeks a year together whatever the hell it is you know what I mean and then so, there's definitely some play from the players. I mean, if they don't like something, they're, they're going to come to and start pitching about it 100%. I have a question you know for you guys.
1: I, I'm. What? Oh, go ahead. Darga. I was going to say, like, do you think that this kind of situation where kind of all sides are in the wrong here? Because as time has gone on, like, the joke has kind of gotten stale, right? Like, I still think it's funny in general, just because Bryson just kind of seems like a guy who's kind of like up his own rear end a little bit. But. Um, yeah generally like is the same joke gonna be funny like in four more weeks or whatever you know and like at the same time pj kicking people out sucks bryson being so upset about it sucks like i just kind of feel like there's no winners here
2: well that's what i'm saying i feel like if bryson just didn't care the joke would be dead it's like when you make a joke to someone they get like bothered you're gonna keep saying it if they just take it in stride everyone moves on (laughs) sort of like the patrick reed stuff with patrick reed's like all this cheating stuff whatever he doesn't. He doesn't acknowledge it. He just moves on, and people sort of forget until it happens again, and then people get mad.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true, man.
2: Except he's yeah, he's got a chronic illness, so. <laughs> yeah, but it's like week to week. No one's talking about it,
3: but. right? I mean, I'm I'm all for the drama. I love the NBA for this very reason. The NBA is like a giant soap opera. It's like a giant reality TV show on top of the great basketball you get to watch. Um, I mean. There's that bit of me that loves watching that kind of stuff. So um, I'm, I'm for it. But, yeah, I mean, it's not super offensive. It's, you know, I don't know. It, it seems outrageous to be kicking people out for it.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, let's move on. We got the tour championship this week at East. Like, everyone knows the course. We do it every year. DJ won it last year. Rory the year before. DJ, though, last year he did not shoot the best score. That was Xander Shawley, Reed's guy. Obviously, we got the staggered scoring Patrick Hanley starting 10 under par. And, uh, Reed, just give us your thoughts on this tournament. What's everyone's thoughts, I guess, on the staggered start? We'll start with you, Reed. Um,
0: I like the staggered start. Um, I mean, you either got to start at different in points or in, in strokes. I mean, it's more or less the same damn thing when you. If you break it down to points, and someone gains a shot on on the person behind them, or whatever, like it's gonna work out, to be somewhat, somewhat, you know, the same. I think if you if you worked that hard over the year, and, and you they figure out a system that's fair, then I I'm all for it, man. Like you should be rewarded for shit you've done, you know. And it, it's, I, I mean, it, it, time will tell if it's actually right if it's the right way to do it, but it's something in this kind of manner where you're getting rewarded for your your play all year, It's it's not a bad thing. What about you? Yeah, I don't
3: mind. I don't mind it. It feels a little weird. Um, I kind of liked the old points version better because it just, I don't know. It put that, it put that kind of season long tournament, basically like, on, on the back burner almost. Um, and I just liked seeing who would outright win the golf tournament for that week. But then again, it does make it easier to follow because you're not trying to have to discern between what their FedEx cup points ranking is during the tournament. Um, so they kind of simplified it in that way. Um, but it is kind of weird how a, a, a PGA tour victory um, it's going to be handed out, even though some players are given an
1: advantage in in the start of the tournament. And Dane, yeah, I, I think I have to kind of to agree with no one said, especially on the on the back end. I kind of lean that way, especially as we think yeah. about all these people that have come into um, you know liking golf in the last like eighteen months, you know, two years. Is that people don't want to do math. And <laughs> like, <laughs> they want to watch golf. They want to be like, oh man, look at that shot. We're like, well, I'll watch that playoff. That, that's exciting. People aren't trying to do like math between these two things. And I think I think to the problem with the, you know, with the PGA as we get toward the end of the season we, and we have to <laughs> just talk about this, you know, it's like uh, some people kind of tune out of, like NASCAR for that reason because they're like, oh, you know, points championship or even, or even, you know, um, domestic soccer. You know, when it's like, oh, how many cups are they playing in? CONCACAF, and then this and that. It's like, you know, where, what is it? How does this affect that? It's like, it's like, um, it's like the playoff scenario from basketball, if you guys remember that movie, you know? They're like, <laughs> the, the, the playoffs will last like nine months, you know? So I, I, I kind of like, you know, I'm not trying to go to the lowest common denominator here, but I do like it being a little bit easier to understand for people.
2: Yeah, well, I think, I think for the players, it probably sort of sucks for the top guys it definitely takes away a lot of the value of playing all year. For the fans, though, it does make it a lot more exciting, especially like I watch every single week, and I think if you watch every single week, you might not like it, where you're like, oh, this isn't really rewarding, who's winning? But if you're just a regular fan tuning in, my grandparents turn on the TV to watch, yeah, they don't want to be figuring out oh, uh, Daniel Berger has to finish second or better to win and uh, whatever, like John Brown has to finish in the top seven and he'll win. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's I was like, a professional sports writer. I still don't know what, like, a magic number is. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. Like, it's just, it's too complex. So, I'm, <laughs> I think it. most people are like me, you know?
2: <laughs> but, yeah, this week, I guess, we obviously got the staggered chart, but we all make our picks, as always. I was saying before the show, before we started here, that we are terrible at making picks. Like, really atrociously bad. And this week, we're going to get eight of the 30 players. So, if we can't do it this week, we've got to figure something out. So Dane, as the guest, we're gonna let you go first. You get one favorite, one long shot, Interpret it as you will. <laughs> Blue, <Is> it... <laughs> pitch, uh,
1: okay? So I can't go with long shot because I feel like that's just me picking somebody at random. That's like I would really like Tony Finau to win, but like I feel like with Tony's track record, like that's a good that's a good dark horse candidate. But like, ooh, even though his odds are good, ah, God, I don't know. I'm his gonna say are, so,
2: his odds are great. He's only two back. I know. <laughs> Finau is your long shot. He's in second place,
1: but <laughs> but but you know Tony Fino's history. You know what I mean? He was like, well, in first place. It's it's the whole thing. So I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna take two guys as a pair, um, two of my favorite yeah. golfers actually, which is Xander and uh, Morikawa. So like- take them how, take him how you want, but. Man, two Shit. two my favorites. I love to see those guys win. I love to see those guys compete right at the end, and uh, they've had good seasons, so I think that's you know they're they're in a good spot for that. I didn't think
2: anyone was going to take Morikawa because I took him last week under the premise that he had got a lesson and gotten better, and I saw the exact <laughs> same thing going into this week, so I'm all um, in again. So no,
3: on Mor Morikawa did say he's like the back is not an issue anymore. Don't worry about it. And I gosh, dude, Dane, I love both of your picks. So think you. You swept him, like, from right under me. Um, but I'll, I'll, I I I got to think about it now because I was going to for sure pick Xander. Um, and that will get into my, my Tiger fact of the week. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, Zach or Reed, do you want to go next?
2: Yeah, Reed, Reed, you go ahead. I I mean, we got to pick some of the favorites here. We can't be all hey, the losers.
0: My, my straight-up pick is the guy who won last week, man. Like, I think he's – I've said it since we started this podcast. I think him and Xander are the two best young players in the world. I think they're both better than Justin Thomas. I think they're both better than Jordan Spieth. I think they're both better than almost anyone coming out that's young, kind of in that same realm. Um, so I'm taking Patrick Cantlay to, uh, to win the FedEx Cup. I think this guy is going to win a major next year, if not two.
2: And your long shot, I guess for the long shot, we're not necessarily least picking someone who will win, someone who, Could make a run, top five. Obviously, it's It's going to be pretty hard for a guy starting at even to win.
0: Yeah, you're going to need a guy to go low um, and someone who can make a lot of birdies. And so with that in mind, I uh, am going with the long shot again of Sung J M. Oh, that's deep. I
2: thought you were going to take my guy, but no. I'm going to go, though.
0: I think think Sung has has the capability to put together – three or four big rounds.
2: Yeah. I got to make my pick before Nolan because I want to get this guy. I just got to say it. Not Bryson, shockingly. The number one golfer in the world, John Rahm. Yeah, easy pick. I'm so certain. He has been screwed over like time and time again this season. And now he just has one event to take on $15 million. He won't care about the Olympics. He won't care about the Memorial. $15 million. Four shots. It seems big, but that could change in like three holes. Oh, yeah. That's nothing. I mean, we'll, we'll get into my, my other picks, but my um, um, long get, shot, though.
0: Yeah.
2: Another guy who makes birdies. I thought you were going to pick him, starting all the way back at one under par, but I think he makes a good run at it. Scotty Scheffler playing yeah. incredible golf. That one was going to be one of my picks, too.
0: Yeah, that was on my mind, yeah.
2: Love Scotty. Nolan? Not, you're not taking Canadian, Corey Connors. I could not because, I don't know, I still don't trust his putting. I still think – I think he's, like, top ten ball striker in the in the world, but his putting is just, like, really atrocious, to put it kindly. Yeah. Corey
1: Con- Connors has, like, one of the most beautiful golf swings and pace I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't see Connors putting together, like,
2: a couple to really – Make a run for it, starting at one under or even. It par. needs three, like three really good rounds. You need like three really good, and maybe like a sixty-one or sixty-two in there. <laughs> okay. Which Zach yep. Johnson shot a sixty here? Course record. Could happen. Yeah, true. True. Well, um, gosh,
3: I don't want to take Bryson. He he said himself that, um, and I tend to agree with him. The, that, that East Lake kind of nullifies a little bit of the distance advantage that like Bryson has with a lot of frontal, uh, green side bunkers. So you kind of need some height coming into those greens, uh, to get to a lot of those pins, um, that are tucked near those, those bunkers. Uh, so getting super close to the green isn't like the best thing in the world. Um, yeah, I want, I want to take John Rom. I wanted to take Xander, Sanders softly. Um, you know who scares me and, like, would just be a, such an on-brand thing to do is if Dustin Johnson goes out and wins this thing <laughs> after, like, being, like, under a rock for, like, six months. Like, no one's been talking like, about Dustin Johnson.
2: He's round since the Masters, like, uh, last week. <laughs> um, so I think
3: that's who I'm going to take for my long shot. I really liked Rory, too. He He was yeah. quoted on saying – you can make up eight shots really quick on this golf course if if you're playing great and um, especially if conditions get a little tough. Um, I think that helps anyone that's further back, but uh, I, I bet the conditions are just fine this week. Um, so, yeah, I think DJ is my long shot. And I really want to take uh, JT, but I'm going to – I think I'm going to fall under the Tony Feenuts wrap and take him because he's only two back. So his, his odds. Got this, speed. Yeah, exactly. We got to get odds, one right. His odds this week are 15 to two, which is, behind, is only fourth best. Hmm. Is ROM second favorite? Yeah, ROM and Dejan Beau and Cantley are all above him. Interesting. Yeah, even though he's right behind Cantley in, in the st- staggered start.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not much—the one or two shots. So, sort of makes sense. Let's close things off here, though. I'm the Canadian, so I have no part in this Ryder Cup nonsense. I mean, it just pisses me off every year that everyone—that's just the talk of golf, and we just have no involvement. So, Nolan, I'm just gonna announce you as our Ryder Cup guy.
3: <laughs> officially, well, officially, uh, Captain Stricker announced that Phil Mickelson is gonna be one of the vice captains this year. Uh, So that was a a big announcement for the team. I think that's a great, great guy to have out there. Um, Tiger is officially not going to be on the team, captain, or playing. (laughs) Obviously not playing. Uh, Some people thought maybe he might be a captain. Um, Stricker kind of spilled the beans on that, saying, I talked to Tiger. He said, it's just not in the cards this year. I want to focus on rehab and get better, but... All the best of luck to you. I'm sure they'll have many Zoom conversations with Tiger um, throughout the week and maybe a, a little pep talk or something in the, in the locker room from Tiger. I could I could see that happening. Um, but some of the automatic locks have already happened, um, so that's a big deal. And Cantley jumped right above Finau for that sixth spot with his win. So uh, big congrats to Cantley for, for stepping up there. I, I think he was a shoe in anyway. Him and Finao, I'm sure, will make it. But now it's up to the captains. There's gonna be uh a lot of interesting moves going forward, so I'm excited to see that.
0: Yeah, good. I think I think Scheffler gets picked. Really? Yeah. I think I think I think uh Stricker goes in as young, some young blood and I think Scheffler, Scheffler will uh play.
3: I think he has to have a really great week this week for that to happen because
0: yeah.
3: or else or else Stricker might get a, a little torn apart by the media for picking him. So yeah, watch out. If if Scheffler has a good week this week, he could buy into the, the Ryder Cup.
2: Couple guys too. I think Daniel Berger too could make a run for sure.
3: Absolutely. He's a guy. I think Berger Berger's still within that top twelve. Um if if they were just to pick the next six guys so Berger really hasn't been in great form for the second half of the year maybe second three quarters of the year i should say Uh, he had a good fall kind of wraparound season but um it'll be interesting and again i think whistling Straits is going to be an awesome course and that is going to play a lot into it i think I think you're right on it, Reed, with Scheffler being a good pick for whistling Straits, too. Um Big ball. Really have, Yeah. Yeah. Need some guys that can hit the driver.
1: My only wish for this, uh for the rest of the picks is just for, uh, as we, you know, round out. Because I, I just need I just need team good vibes over here, you know? I need I need um Xander to make it, you know, let Scheffler be a great pick. I need Billy Horschel to like not even be around, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe maybe tie his wingtip shoes together so he can't go anywhere. Um, you know, maybe get maybe get Kevin Na in there. I, I don't know. Just I just need – because all we're going to do is talk about Brooks and Bryson the whole time, and it's going to be like whenever we're watching them, it's just going to be kind of like this, I don't know, half – hate watch is maybe too strong of a term, but like <laughs> – when I'm watching other guys, that's going to be like, I hope that guy kicks ass. That's 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 what I want to be when I'm watching these guys play. I mean, yeah, that's
3: that's what I need. It's going to turn into like there's going to be a Ryder Cup drinking game where it's like drink any <laughs> drink anytime the feud between Brooks and Bryson gets brought up or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. anytime some guy with an announcer voice says Brooksie,
0: Brooksie. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Brooksie.
1: It's <laughs> this nickname. Have you heard this story?
0: Hey. <laughs> yeah. What are the what are the odds they get paired together? Zero, dude. I, it'd be fucking hilarious. It would be
2: amazing. Apparently, they're all at like a dinner together. There's going to be some dinner together. The, the top hierarchy. six,
1: yeah. <laughs> what do you think i will talk about?
2: I mean, <laughs> probably <have laughs> hate each other. I mean, this whole uh, team hates each other. I think you guys have no chance. Like, everyone hates each other. If Patrick Reed That's makes right. it,
3: good, not, goodness, if Patrick Reed makes it, yeah. I also, gonna... like,
2: I saw someone else tweet about it, I fully forgot that Dustin and Brooks hate each other. Right. That's Just yeah. like a thing. And, like, uh, yeah, Reed hates everyone, and yeah. everyone hates Reed. Everyone hates
1: Reed. <laughs> and <laughs> Bryson and Brooks yeah.
2: hate each other. I don't... <laughs> it if, yeah, if Reed, if Reed makes it, he's
3: going to, like, primarily play with, like, Bryson probably, like, <laughs> Just put these two bombs over here.
0: Like, yeah. How we, fucking hilarious would that be? They're ticking time bombs, dude.
1: You never know when it's going to set off. We need we a backup team, like a USA B team. It's just like Will Zalatoris <laughs> and like Matthew Wolf and stuff. Like people we just want to watch play golf, you know? <laughs> like, right. Harold Varner's out there, you know? Just like killing. Yes. Put Ricky on there for no reason. Who cares? You know? Hello, yeah. really <laughs> <it. laughs> Webb Simpson. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. He slots right into that team. Yeah. Yeah. The the Good Lunch gang.
2: Or just get the whole Jordan team. Just get Varner and Keegan play every (laughs)
1: round. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Can't lose. But let's close things off off, as we do every week. Reed likes to give us a little trivia for where we are. So obviously, we're going to get a little Atlanta, Georgia trivia, I assume.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hot Atlanta. I went into sports. I kind of did a little more sports trivia here. 'Cause uh, we were in Atlanta, I've been in Atlanta a few times over the last uh couple of years. And it's just an open-ended question for you guys. Oh no, open-ended, not even a multiple choice. Not even multiple choice, but from the five major sports. So you have MLB, the NBA, the NFL, the NHL,
2: and the MLS. Oh, we're including MLS now as a major sport, I see. Hey, hey, wow. piss off, Zach. <laughs> we have a team in Montreal.
0: We got one in Portland. <laughs> of those five major sports, we're with those five major sports, how many championships has the city of Atlanta won? Wow.
2: Okay, Dane, we'll leave it to you.
1: <laughs> well, they just won MLS like two years, three years ago, right? 2018?
2: Yeah. That's, that's one. I wouldn't be giving away your knowledge. We're all supposed to guess whoever gets the best guess. Now I know hey, you, you, guys, oh. you
1: guys can work as a team. Well you wouldn't have guessed that one. I think I feel like that that was that was Reed's uh hey, you guys, you guys, sneaker. You guys I'll I'll make it easier. You guys can work as a team.
3: The Falcons have question. the Falcons have never won a Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure.
1: You're right. And what yeah. the Braves have won. Did they win more than The Braves won twice? Right?
3: Or did they, even, did they even ever win? I know the Yankees have, like, have like ruined their hopes and dreams multiple times. Braves did ever they
2: ever when they had all those good pitchers?
3: I don't,
1: I don't think so, right? Did they, they lost two World Series in a row. They didn't win.
3: Yeah, you might be right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, have they ever won one? Is it, oh, my God. Is it one? Is it the MLS team? It might be oh one. It, it might be, because I feel like I follow some have people. Have the Hawks up, ever Atlanta won or people.
2: no? No. Oh, no. No. And the Thrashers, no. I know, never won.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's one. I think it's one. Think it's MLS. We We're all in on one. All the chips. Oh. Right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Atlanta. I should have written down the, the years. Oh they have no! One one World Series champion win and two MLS wins. Oh, no, did they win back to back? <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. So they have, they have three us. total. Wow. That's
1: all, that's all thanks to, Port, thanks to uh, Portland Timbers' great Darlington Nagby, by the way. So Let's see here. I'm going to look up um,
3: – I was pulling for that Atlanta team. I lo- Dude, I love Darlington Nagby. He's such a – oh, man, he's awesome. Yeah. Are you a he's, big MOS he's,
1: fan? He's a nice guy.
3: Oh, not, no, I'm not a big MOS fan. But, but um, I, I dabble for sure. I just sure. know
2: Montreal changed their name because it wasn't French enough for them, the impact. Was a Frenchman. Now they're club to football, Montreal.
1: Mm. I love that. It's very Frost. Yeah, yeah. It's you, all the all the original. Most of the original MLS names are hot garbage. Anyways, they're all like <laughs> all the all their logos and names were like Madden expansion team yeah. names. Terrible. Yeah, the yeah, Portland
2: like, Portland's a Timbers. The timbers is, is
0: yeah.
1: Portland yeah. Timbers is is yeah. tight. spitfire. It's, you guys and, have, like, But, but green also, green it's not. Jerseys, it's not right? Yeah, but it's also not an. It was not an expansion team. It, it existed way before. Yeah, way before MLS did. I
2: just so. like the green jerseys.
1: I don't have no idea what color the jerseys are anymore. You know, soccer. It's always like. That's true. What? What, what team It's It's like watching the NBA now. It's like, oh who's gosh, the whole team? Who, who's playing here?
2: And the goalie like, wears pink. Like half. Wait, the Denver Nuggets are red now.
0: Wait, yeah, you fucked yeah. <laughs> Hey, all right, here exactly. it is. Here it is. Current through the twenty twenty one NBA Finals. New York City, uh, I think, leads and has sixty-one major championships in those sports. Wow. Atlanta has three. three and has there's, there's a disparity there. No, no, and uh, yeah, and it doesn't give me the years though. It says one in the, uh, one in the MLB and two in the uh, in soccer.
1: Yo, Portland's got two. <laughs> What's up? Oregon. Oh yeah, that's true. Tim, uh, Tim, Timbers and, and Blazers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. So, yeah. It, it, Portland has, uh, has two. Yeah. It says here in the only cities to never have won any Sacramento. Are, uh, Charlotte, Jacksonville, Memphis, Nashville, Oklahoma city, Orlando, Sacramento, and Las Vegas.
1: All those places are too warm to care about sports. Like, exactly. no, we're, we're outside. We don't care about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: It's so true. Cool.
3: But deep yeah. down Sacramento is like, man, we should have got one with that Bibby Weber team. <laughs> yeah. No
0: yeah. yeah. No one right. give, give us some Tiger for the week.
3: Yeah, let's get into it. We're at East Lake. Um, this is the reason I wanted Xander softly. Um, this stat right here, total official world golf ranking points. Um, throughout their careers <clears throat> uh, from 98 to 2020 um, Tiger Woods is by far and away earned the most points at East Lake over that course of time almost 300 official world golf ranking points but Xander Xander's coming up and he could g- gain a, a heck of a lot this week if he pulls it up he's Somewhere in the 220 range for points. Um, but that's my, that's my stat of the week. Here's, a little, here's that little graph for you. Tiger Woods is obviously way up there. It's good to see. Well, Tiger always
2: dominates. Yeah. That's the purpose of the stat of the week, just so people realize, because obviously we haven't seen Tiger in a while. What, mm-hmm. do, you, what do you think, Dane, on the Tiger situation? Do you think we see him back out there?
1: Yes. I'm going to say yes, just given that once he had his, I don't know if you guys read, read that book or not, but I did. Um, and it seems like once he had his attitude change, he could have very easily lost that competitive fire to want to be out there. And then of course, what happens Wins the masters yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he's, and then he's out there, you know, in, in certain tournaments and stuff, give me struggle to make cuts sometimes, but uh, he's still out there, even with all the injuries and the fact that his back does not, uh, work in the way that a human man's should or, or does. Um, so I think we see him back out there to be perfectly honest. Unless it's like one of those I mean, God, uh um oh, now I'm, why am I blanking on his name? The Kansas City Chiefs quarterback who like almost died, Alex Smith from mm-hmm. his leg being broken, you know? And that guy took snaps. And Alex Smith was like, I mean, he's number one overall pick, but like he's not Tiger Woods, you know what I mean? Like he's not he, he's not that guy. So I, I, I think we see Tiger out there again and I'm gonna be happy to Happy to see him out there and see him win a golf club.
2: Now, do you was- think he
1: can win again, though? Absolutely not. Not even close.
2: <laughs> well, no. real optimistic,
1: the real pessimistic. <laughs> Buy the wood tiger for match to golf. <laughs> right. You I go. mean, can, you, can you imagine the amount of
0: uproar that would come if he ever won a PGA Tour event again?
1: Uh, so, I'm not kidding it was probably what, it was the first year my fiance and I were dating was that masters win. And we got up super early and like made pancakes, did all this stuff and like, you know, watched him win the masters at like, 7 15 a.m PST yeah, or, super, or whatever it was yeah it was super
3: early because of the they had to do the split tees and all that
1: right yeah and it was like i mean it was like a moment it's a thing she and i still talk about and she's like you know her, her dad golfs and he and i he and i golf with some frequency and she gets out there with me from time to time but she's not like a hardcore golfer or anything but it was like it's this thing we talk about i mean it was like a moment it's a cultural moment for people you know you know I mean, well, I wish I should not say our Adrian, because Tiger's been a part of the the culture now, the Zeitgeist for thirty years. But like that guy's a part of the culture. So when he wins, like people pay attention and it and it means something to people, like no matter who he has been or is, you know, off, off the course and whatever's going on with him. So if he ever won again, it'd be like it'd be incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's Tiger Tiger puts an aura tiger woods with golf being one of the you know, you have you sports around the world that are more popular, soccer, basketball, whatever, baseball, whatever. There is maybe not an athlete
1: that is more known than Tiger Woods around
0: the world. You yeah. know?
1: Yeah. I think, I think that, that's very true. And, and he's probably the most popular uh, or recognizable American athlete. Oh, LeBron, by 100%. far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I've always so, heard Shaq because Shaq's like seven. <laughs> that's,
1: yeah, that is true. Like, we see all of Shaq's terrible commercials in this country. Imagine what horrible commercials he's having abroad. You know,
0: put it's yourself awful. put yourself in a little say village in Uganda or something where they don't have cable TV. They may have heard of Tiger Woods. Yeah, maybe they pr- probably haven't heard haven't heard of you know LeBron James. Well, maybe not LeBron James, but you, you get my drift.
2: Yeah. For sure. There's just some He's, dude listening to this podcast in Uganda who's going to be like, "What the fuck? Like, where? <laughs>
0: what?
2: What is he saying about? You? Yeah, like with his AirPods. Like, what is what's this guy talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fucking hysterical. Sitting in a village, as a lion goes ripping by. <laughs> He's like, "This guy, this freaking <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. That, that's. I want to go to that. I want to go see fucking like the wildlife out there, man. I want to be so cool." Okay, well, before we
2: get cancelled, by Reed, we're going to end this thing. Dane, on behalf of all of us, thanks so much for making the time to come on. Everyone, Matchstick Golf on Twitter, Instagram, MatchstickGolf.com. Some of the coolest uh, ball markers there are. I mean, we've all seen them. Cool stuff. Check them out. And uh, we'll see you guys next week on the From the Back Tees podcast.